Big Dog Ball Talk. NBA season well underway. You got our predictions. There's not even a reason for you to even be watching the NBA anymore. We already spoiled the whole season for you, except yep. for maybe we didn't. Except for maybe some of our, uh, <laughs> our picks are already looking a little bit suspect, uh, but that that's okay. It's the uh, Big Dog Ball Talk, Matt Eichhorn with Jordan Legal. Uh, I mean, Jordan, from the first, you know, 48 hours or so uh, since we've been back, uh, the NBA back in our lives, uh, kind of like that, that old flame that you just never forget, and every yep. year you just end up back with them. Uh, you know, what did uh, what do you think so far? Anything uh, anything that really piqued your interest, uh, you know, without showing our hand about the rest of the show? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. or is it just nice to, you know, sit down and just commit to a couple hours of doing nothing but watching basketball? Uh, definitely yes, Matt. I mean, I'm loving, uh, I'm even loving... Um you know, just just being able to watch a whole bunch of different shit. You know, I've got hockey on mm-hmm. right now too. Uh, yep. We've still got some baseball going on, uh, football obviously, um, and 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 watching the NBA. It's, it's great to have it back. Uh, I, I forget how much you know it uh, it brightens up the evening. You know, well, if you oh, forget yeah. how <laughs> how nice it is to have a few games to be able to watch, especially that Wednesday when you got. I, I love that. Oh, yeah. There's always the you know there's always the big TNT you know doubleheader to open the season, but the the second day like when all the all of the the rest of the teams play, I fucking love that day. Uh, it didn't disappoint. You know there was great games. The Raptors played. We got a win. Um, yep. But uh, big dub. It's great to have it back in my life. Unfortunately for me, Matt, my finals teams are zero and three so far. So I'm looking uh, <laughs> like a fucking idiot. But other than that, it's going great. Well, uh, well, we'll get into that in just a moment, but uh, yeah, let's talk about there was uh, two big primetime games on last night between, uh, you know, uh, potential title contenders in one matchup and then, uh, you know, at least one title contender maybe in, uh, in the other yeah. uh, in, in the West Coast. But uh, we'll start with the Eastern Conference matchup first, the uh, Milwaukee Bucks and the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, very, very close game, down to the wire. Yep. Uh, and, of course, the Milwaukee Bucks walking away with the, the narrow victory over the 76ers. Uh it was an interesting game, start to finish. I mean, the the Bucks were in control. I think uh, biggest lead of the night around thirteen points, and uh, in the fourth quarter, the 76ers really put their foot on the gas, kind of stepped back into this one. Yeah. Uh, but my my biggest takeaway there's well there's there's two big things in that fourth quarter. They come back, they make all these this heroics, they kind of look like they're doing everything right. Uh, but they don't really get the results. That's kind of how I felt the whole game. The 76ers' game plan is actually very well done, but I don't know if it's that they haven't built the chemistry up together yet or what the problem really is, but it just seems like everything they do is right, but the result and the outcome, they always find a way to kind of mess it up or they just don't finish the shot. Like I think that they are, have a lot of lot better basketball to still be played this season, yeah. but right now they're just not executing. And I think that final, final possession slash two possessions that should never even happen, you know, and B trying to make this crazy cross court pass yep. thinks he's uh, thinks he's LeBron or uh, or the Joker and uh, it touched Maxi's fingers, baby. Oh, you know it. <laughs> that was a horrible. He knew it like, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it literally you could see it bend the finger yeah. back like it was clear as day off of him. Yeah. And then James Harden with the the horrible, horrible take to try and uh, you know win the game there. Uh, I, I really didn't I didn't understand why he even thought that was gonna be a foul. Like he he's initiating all the contact. Drew Holiday's not true Holiday, yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, so that that's kind of what I mean. I, it just looks like the 76ers are playing the exact way they played last season, and it didn't work then. I don't know why they think now uh, it's gonna be any better. Well, uh, I agree, but you know, another way they seem to be playing, they, they, they look like they're playing like, like the Rockets, like like the 2018 or 19, you just James say. Harden, James Harden up at the top of the fucking, uh, you yeah. know, the, the circle, crossing half court, just calling screens, uh, and then you've got Joel Embiid, your, your, your superstar, uh, just a lot of the time just kind of 
standing around, like doing a little bit of, uh, you know, something. But, you know, we finished yeah. with, what, what did he have, 15 and 12 last night. Terrible shooting. Which is horrible for him. I mean, it's awful for him. And, like, they, they didn't even really go to him that much down the stretch. Like, when he, no. he made that cross-court pass to, to Maxi, like, um, that was that was one of the first times that they decided to just go and, and, and post him up. Most of the work was uh, high pick and roll with James Harden, and it's like, like mm-hmm. what, what, what? I don't know why they think that's the the best place. I don't know why Doc keeps going to that uh, again and again. It, it's like even if you're gonna do run pick and roll, I would say throw Maxi in there as the ball handler a little bit more often sure. too. Like they're they're trying to do like handoffs with him and stuff. But I don't know. I, I so far you know it, it, it's looked okay because James Harden's had a couple of good games here to start the season. Like he looks like he's kind of back to his old self, but. Back to his old self means a lot of James Harden dribbling the basketball and a lot of other people standing mm-hmm. around. And it's not the Houston Rockets. You have Joel Embiid, maybe the best low post presence in all of basketball. Um, and so, like, it just, it, it, so far it's just kind of been disappointing to, to see my finals pick well, uh, yeah. you know, perform like this. And, and and also, you know, as you say that, like, Embiid vanished in that fourth quarter, uh, 0 for 7 shooting, 0 points. Yep. Uh, and, and I think the, the biggest part of that is, as you just said, you know, they're, they're kind of playing like it's the Houston Rockets. If you're making Joel Embiid into Clint Capella, that's embarrassing. That's <laughs> a joke. And uh, you're making, like, Ma- you're like, turning Maxi into what? Uh, Gerald Green? Like, uh, whoever. Eric like, Gordon? Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. It's bad. James Harden yeah. does well, not, he gets assists, but he does not make everyone around him better. Uh, you know, in the way that he should. Like, he, it's just all about him when it's run like that. It's not good. Well, and that's the thing. While I'm watching this game, I'm kind of like, James Harden is playing as the number one option. Yeah. He is commanding the ball. He is doing whatever he wants out there. And that's what the, it seems like the 76ers want to do, which makes no sense at all. Like, the most success they've had is when they've been able to run it through Embiid. And, you know, they only had the half season together last year. So, you know, and, you know, Harden was still kind of figuring things out you know he was in and out of the fat suit so we weren't really sure what hard we were going to get even opening night uh but apparently he's down 100 pounds don't really uh, don't really believe that one um but they need to get Embiid. you know they need to get on the ball they need to slow things down ugly it up get some uh, really f- some philly attitude into their uh, their game plan because right now uh this doesn't really look like the team that they they need to be if they want to actually compete uh and, and like it's just simple things like how about a James Harden and Joel Embiid pick and roll? If you're going to put yeah. the ball in, in, in James Harden's hands, at least let the two of these guys work together. If they're not even working off each other. Yeah. They're working on opposite sides of the court, which makes it even harder to you know utilize both their talents. And I think that's really what came to get them in this one against a Bucks team that I really wasn't impressed with. Yeah, well, yeah, it's 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 not like, like it was a pretty low scoring game overall. It's not like the Bucks uh, played all, all that incredibly. Um, and yeah, I, I made good money on that night back to back. Just bet both the unders, baby. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's, let's let's make this money. Good call. Um, and you know, Giannis did his thing. He had twenty one and thirteen, eight assists as well. But you know, they're still mm-hmm. mis- they're still missing Middleton. Like this is a game the yeah. Sixers should have won. It was their home opener. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it's just yeah, I. I and the other thing, like the the biggest thing really for me watching the Sixers that I came away feeling that made me come away feeling kind of concerned is Joel Embiid's body language, especially in that third quarter, is fucking atrocious. It looks like he it looks like he's played uh, like seventy five games already, and this is you know the or that this is like midway through the season, like the dog days. It's in like you know right after the All Star break in fucking uh, Orlando. Like he he yeah. he doesn't look like he. He he just looks like he gets frustrated. He's getting frustrated really easily. He looks kind of exhausted. He he looked kind of out of shape uh, even in game one. And I know he didn't really have much of a preseason to to ramp himself up here. But this is becoming like a consistent issue with him, where he's 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 just 
like I don't know. He, he tends to like pout when things don't go his way, and he gets frustrated and lets it mm-hmm. affect his game. Diva. And uh, it's just I was not impressed with the body language of him at all. Not one bit. Like there was a play where in 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 the you know uh, under the. Sixers basket, he tried to hand it off to one of the Philly guards, and Javon Carter got in there and just stole it. And Joel Embiid just threw up his hands, kind of just walked back to the paint. And, like, sometimes, especially on offense, too, uh, like, he he won't get a call and he, he won't, you know hustle back on defense like there's there's just uh, I don't know I, I didn't I do not like the energy coming out of this team so far and you know Doc Rivers sweating fucking buckets on the sidelines oh, knowing yeah. he's yeah. he's on he's on a tightrope if he doesn't uh, you know perform well he might be out of there in a couple weeks so so far in Philly the vibes have not been very good um, no. and uh, you know it it, it hurts too because James Harden uh, you know you're one of their biggest question marks He's actually like statistically, he's been pretty freaking good. Like he's been back to mm-hmm. to old James Harden, but so far that that just isn't enough, and and it might actually be hurting them. Uh, him kind of yeah. thinking that he needs to prove himself and get back to the level he was at. So they they've got a lot of work to do, and and the other thing, you know, I, I think when we talked about them, I said, you know, they they're, they're going to need to make some sort of other move. Like they need another defender in the backcourt. And whether, uh, you know, I was like, maybe Thibel can be that guy. Clearly, Doc Rivers has no interest in playing Thibel. Like, against against good defenses, you can't put out a guy who won't yeah. won't even shoot the ball. Um, but, like, I don't know. They should they should go get Jay Crowder. Uh, you know, they, they, they should go get somebody like that, like another defender. They, they also could use another big in the rotation. Harold doesn't seem to be doing all that much for them so far, uh, which is, you know, a guy we both liked uh, in terms of them, you know, picking him up. Picking he's, uh, him he's up over the summer. We, he, he's kind of playing how I expected him to. He's doing yeah. his pick and roll dunks, and he's you know he's out there to get some buckets. But yeah, he's a zero on defense. Yeah, yeah and he, he like he he didn't score last night. He only played three minutes. I know it, was, it wasn't the, yeah. the best matchup. Like he was like I, I don't know. It's just and and you know to go back to the the very first opening night, like their their defense is the issue too. Like giving up 126 to the Celtics and losing in a night when James Harden scores 35 and Joel Embiid has 26 and 15. Those should be the nights where you, if, if you're the Sixers, you cannot lose when your two yeah. two players uh, play that, or your two top players play that well. So, yeah, my my finals picks looking rough, Matt. I, I don't know what to say. Yeah. And I think, yeah, the story of last night's game, the the Bucks were fine, but I think it was just it was more about the Sixers, just not quite looking uh, looking as good as people thought. Yeah, uh, we just uh, gotta put that disclaimer. Don't become box score watchers. It's uh, it's you know, it's a yeah. it's a troubled path you could go down uh, <laughs> if you if you don't watch the games. So you'll think James Harden should be in the MVP conversation. Yeah, uh, and, and to show some love to the to the winners, uh, obviously you know history's written by them. Yeah, uh, the the Milwaukee Bucks, you know, as I said, uh, you know, shorthanded. I I didn't really think they played that well. Uh, in, no. in all honesty, uh, the fact that they led that whole game was a little bit crazy to me uh up until that last little burst from the the 76ers like Giannis looked good but even he said you know he's got to keep working he's not really in full game shape yet either yeah uh and and like he looked nice he looked comfortable as a ball handler which is I think my biggest takeaway from the Bucks on their side is you know the jump shot still pretty pretty bad yeah uh you know I'm not gonna he he hit one mid-range to start the night and I'm like oh shit maybe this is the year and then he bricked a couple (laughs) so I'm I'm definitely not sold on him as a jump shooter yet but just him being able to be uh, like a consistent playmaker, bringing the ball up almost every other possession. Yeah. You know that that's huge, especially you know save Drew Holiday, uh, you know some effort and some energy because he's playing and exerting so much on uh, on the defensive end. I thought seeing him 
playing at that level uh, on the perimeter was uh, you know a really nice sight to see, uh, especially when you consider how thin this Bucks team was uh, going into this one with all the injuries they've been dealing with, especially you know without Chris Middleton. Yeah, big time. Like I I, I wrote down when I, when I was watching this game that like. Giannis plus shooters has kind of become the new LeBron plus shooters. Like you, you just 100%. know, you know it's gonna be fine. You know you're gonna have a good chance to win pretty much every game because he he demands so much attention and he's just just gotten so much better at uh, you know kicking it out. Not necessarily always getting the assist, but like you know kicking it out to to the right guy who can then make the pass to the open mm-hmm. three. And like he he just he generates really good offense and he does it without having to be the the shooting threat himself. Like LeBron was never a sharp shooter. Obviously, always. Always been a much much better shooter than Giannis, but you know it, it was always LeBron just you know putting his foot on the gas, getting getting deep yep. into the paint and, and and chucking it out and and yeah, I think Giannis has really perfected that over the last few years and even saw that on on the last play, like it it went to a few people wound up uh, with Wesley Matthews uh, you know shooting a three to to the go ahead bucket to to win the game and uh, like. Uh, just, just the, you know, the the Bucks just having guys like that who can defend and then hit their open shots. That's all they really need until they get to the playoffs when they face the really high powered guys. Then they're going to need Middleton and Giannis, you know, to hit sh- some shots and, and Drew to be a little bit better. But until then, you're just looking at the regular season. Even against a, a pretty good team like Philly, if you've got, uh, you know, a, a solid defensive foundation, you got Giannis doing his thing, and you got guys who can hit shots. You're, you're going to be pretty good, even on a night when, mm-hmm. yeah, Giannis wasn't wasn't all that good and 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 like like a guy like Wesley Matthews is the perfect example. Philly needs guys like that. Like someone who can shoot the fucking ball to play with uh you know play off of Harden, Maxi and Bede whatever actions that are running, but who can actually defend. Uh and and the Bucks have got a, a bunch of guys like that and uh yeah, I th- I think um yeah, it was just just sort of demonstrated how good Giannis can be even when he's not having the the, the greatest night. Yeah, well, uh, let's move our, our focus here now from uh, from the, the early window game to the late night game. Not sure if uh, everybody was able to stay up for this one, but uh, you didn't miss. I mean, it was a close game. It was all game. right. It was, it was, a it was better game. than it could have been. Uh, but, man, I, there, there's some big takeaways from this game for sure. Um, and I don't know, should we, should we just get it out of the way? Russell Westbrook fucking stinks. Uh, first, first, first episode of the, since the season's officially started and that's, uh, we're already talking about hey, it. Hey, he had five Horrible. steals. He had five steals, uh, Matt. I don't want to hear no. it. And that was, he played atrocious, abs- like worse <laughs> than last year. Cause I, I, I think one, you know, he's playing badly, like he, and he's on a pretty subpar team, but like. He has no ownership still after all this. Like, he's just gone so, like, I think he's probably depressed. He probably doesn't even want to go and play anymore. Like, the sta- I guess the Crypto.com arena. But the Staples <sighs> Center is shitting on him. Every time he shoots a three, the arena's gasping. Oh. I wouldn't even go out on the court anymore. It's... Like, there's no way you could get me to play with that happening. Not a chance. Um, yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> some of it, some of it is warranted. Maybe some of it's not. But well, you Matt, can't argue I, I, that Russ looked cooked last night. But I'd expect you to know kind of how he feels like. That's what used to happen in our high school gym. When you'd put up a shot, everyone uh, in, in the crowd just kind of hold people, their breath. The only, people, the only people gasping were uh, the opposing team's <laughs> girlfriend when they came <laughs> oh on the court. Threw up, threw up the flex, probably threw down a windmill and warm-ups or oh something. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, anyway, Matt, I mean, how many how many games, uh, you know, the, the Lakers lost one by six. How many games do you think you can rely on Lonnie Walker uh, uh, with 26 cool. points? Yeah, because uh, uh, I don't think you can afford to to waste many of those. Uh, uh, Maybe the best player last night. Yeah, yeah, he was great. He was in transition. He was great, but yeah, Russ, like, man, I I, I don't I don't know what to say. Like, uh, 
Bring him off the bench. If you're Darvin Ham, just just stick to your guns. Bring him off the bench. I don't care how bad his wait, hamstring is. <laughs> once, once Dennis Schroeder's back, oh he's my on God. the bench. Well, I, I really think, like, uh, okay, so this whole Lakers situation with them seemingly, you know, people thinking that they are going to trade the picks, but they're just holding on to them till they really get someone who's going to panic and get some sort of better deal than the Heald and Turner deal. That's That's fine, but, like, I still think that like does anyone care about continuity any continuity anymore continuity no, does anyone yeah. care about uh, team chemistry and learning how to play with people like this isn't fantasy LeBron basketball all you I know LeBron doesn't LeBron but even runs LeBron his teams like a fantasy game like I know he does but <laughs> but even him like if you think back to uh, you know when when he that the the year I guess it was eighteen when he shipped everybody out his friends uh, you know Crowder D Wade Isaiah Thomas yep. uh, and, and brought in the new guys. They made it to the finals, but that was because the East was shit and LeBron was amazing. And mm-hmm. and part yeah. one of the big reasons they lost that finals, obviously there was a huge power imbalance. Uh, uh, Golden State had way better players. But Golden State, uh, aside from Kevin Durant who had just joined, they had been playing together for a long time. Like, there's there's value in playing with guys. So I just... It, uh, these people who are saying you can get a much better deal because, you know, they, the Heald and Turner, Heald and Turner uh, deal that was there from the summer... You know, you can get you can get a better one. That adding yeah, adding those heard, two guys, the the, the Utah before, one, right? Yeah, but Bogdanovich, that one, Conley, Conley, and uh, I think maybe Malik Beasley or something. Some, it was yeah. something insane that would have been perfect for them. Would have been but. great like that. All these things, people saying like, oh, just hold on, wait till the very last second. You know, at the, the deadline, you'll get a panicking team. I'm like, d- d- just do it now. Get this guy out of there. Yeah. Every second he plays, every game he plays, the fans are gonna get more and more depressed. LeBron's gonna deadline's uh, too deadline's too far way gone. too far away. Like it, it's just they're they're owing to just do it and then you know you you have a chance. Like I really I I really am getting fed up with this idea that uh you know it, it doesn't matter that that you get like a full kind of as full uh, as much time together as a group as possible and that'll actually help you become better than the sum of your parts. I don't know. It's, I, mm-hmm. I really think they should just take the best offer on the table right now. If if that India if Indiana's still willing to do that. Fucking do it, like uh, it, it, because oh, yeah. it's just, it's just gonna be a long, miserable season. And you can look, LeBron is already kind of checked out. Like by the end of that oh, game, yeah, 100%. he would talk about bad body, bad body language. Like yeah, 100%. He, he just, he tried to do that spin, and Kawhi kind of took the charge on him, and he just, he just he, threw up. His, he didn't give a no. fuck. He, like he, even in the first game, I that was something I said. He looks tired. He, he looks done, man. He's white. He has no, no fucking willingness to do this, yeah. and, and. I'm I'm gonna let you uh, go a little bit more, Matt. But I've got I've got something to say about LeBron, and and it's not gonna be pretty. But uh, hey, just... well, I feel like maybe we're on the same wavelength here because I really do think he's gonna break the scoring record this year, and that might be it. <laughs> oh, he God. might fucking call it. Oh because God! Because there's nothing there's nothing left for him unless he wants to just go ring chase. Like I know he I wants know. to go play with Bronny, uh, maybe in like two years down the road. Like we'll we'll see how that ends up going. Uh, but. Like there's there's nothing for LeBron on this Lakers team. No. Like this is a horrible horrible. And situation. Anthony That's Davis, why... it looked like Anthony Davis was going to be out for the whole year again when he took that yeah, fall. <laughs> exactly, Br- Mr. Brittlebones. Miracle, he came down. back. I don't know what the hell he was even thinking on that play. Like he's trying Idiot. to jump over his back. I don't. Yeah, he, the guy doesn't understand how why he keeps getting put in these situations. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, LeBron just doesn't look like himself. He doesn't look like he wants to win. He's literally having, and I know he's like a professional, or whatever. But he doesn't look like he gives a shit. No, he's having full conversations. He's dapping coaches up on the sidelines and everything. Like it's getting out of hand. Nothing. There's literally nothing that he's doing that say, shows and, me that he actually cares that they like about winning right now. And say what you will about Kobe. Kobe was trying. <laughs> he wasn't passing the yeah, ball, but he was yeah. trying right to the bitter end. Uh, you know when his teams were bad. Um, 
And, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying LeBron, you know, he, he doesn't deserve any sort of criticism for, for not trying, just generally speaking. But I don't know. These, these first two games are just, uh, they, they haven't looked good. And, and it, my, my theory is, my, my, my thing that I'm convinced is true now, especially like seeing LeBron, I'm like, I, I, like, I think after He's the bubble. He's trying to market Space Jam 3. Well, yeah. He that... had his powers stolen. Him <laughs> yeah. and MJ have to team up. Oh, God. Uh, and like. Actually, that's probably what happened That's actually a good one. Oh, 100%. Yeah, some aliens, yeah. Uh, you know, out there getting triple-doubles. Um, <laughs> Webinyama. Yeah. Um, but, like, I really, think, I really think after the, the 2020 bubble title, LeBron maybe sat down, like, with Maverick Carter and all his guys, and he was like, look, I'm tired. I really can't do this anymore. I, I don't think if I tr- – if, if, if we surround ourselves with the best players we can on this Lakers team, and I have to, you know – be sort of in tandem with Anthony Davis, who who's never played a full season in his life, who keeps getting injured, and we're actually trying to win. I think I'm gonna actually look bad because I don't think we can do it. I don't think we can get over the hump. So what if I surround myself with really bad players and a horrible team, and then still put up good <laughs> stats? Put, I'll still put up great stats. I'll, I'll I'll maybe you know be in the scoring title race. I'll I'll, I'll pass Kareem, all that stuff, mm-hmm. and then I won't be able to be held accountable for for the bad uh, seasons that we've had. Because look at the shitty players we have. Let's go trade for Westbrook. I really think. Eight, 39 whatever the fuck I'm is. telling you it's a big conspiracy I think if I think he realized you know if he if he went full out with a decent team and he didn't win that'll go against his legacy so I really think he's decided you know what I've got to play with bad players he's got Palinka in his pocket all this stuff like uh he's he's bribed him to to go and get all these shitty ass players who can't shoot worth a lick um and I I I think that's what's going on there's no other explanation to me Matt like how do you put such together such a bad team it's a disservice Matt to the whole fucking (laughs) the league Adam Silver I know he's trying to market like trying to make the league the most exciting thing do you know Mm -hmm. how embarrassing it is for your marquee late night game that Lakers roster that they're putting out there do you know, like, who is that fucking dude with the last name Ryan? I don't even know who the fuck that is. Matt the Ryan, white dude. Matty Ice, man. Matty, Matty Ice. I don't even know who that is. Uh, Moonlight says Reeves the, uh, the is Colts still, quarterback. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, uh, Gabriel, uh, all these, Toscano, Juan Toscano Anderson, really? Mm-hmm. He's your your big yeah. kind of athletic bench scorer? It's pathetic, man. He's their Matt. big off-season splash, This man. is ridiculous. <laughs> like, I'm not joking. It's so NBA annoying. Champion. Like, if, if I if I didn't know anything about the NBA and this was like, you know, the, this is your marquee superstar and like the, the team you're really pushing on people to, to mm-hmm. you know, this, look at this. This is our product. The Lakers, they're the, that, that's the worst roster in the entire league. I hate them. And Anthony okay. Davis isn't even... Well, like how pathetic for Anthony Davis. Like he he could have won them that game. He could have taken over last yeah. night. He he's, he doesn't know how. He, he, he doesn't oh care. God, the Lakers are so depressing, man. So here, Jordan, I'm gonna actually splash a little water, some cooling water on your uh, a cooling agent on your your hot <laughs> uh, your hot fiery uh, body right now. Uh, maybe the Lakers aren't actually as bad as we think. Are I you? wrote this down. I still think they're bad. I still think they're bad. I will record, just say, but... before you go on, Matt, they had a little stretch mm. there, that Lonnie Walker alley-oop yeah. from Reeves, that off the LeBron block, Russ okay, was hyped but... on the bench. That was. No, I was like, I liked, wait, the Lakers the, are doing good. I like the first alley-oop where Pat Bev tried to throw a fast-break <laughs> yeah. oop to, to, to Austin yeah. Reeves, and Reeves couldn't even get above the rim. Yeah. That was funny. It's like Tim uh, McMahon said, you do, not, you do not throw a lob to a white guy in the half court. Mm-hmm. That's an unwritten yeah. rule of the NBA. <laughs> Uh, but I don't think the Lakers are quite as bad as we think yet. And I'll say this, uh, yet, because the two teams they've lost to, they've been semi-competitive matchups, and the two teams they've lost to are the defending champions and a team that's expected to compete for the championship this year. I know. If you're going to lose those two games, 
that's like those are respectful, respectable losses, I would say. Uh, like they're like I, I will also say this though the Clippers, you know, Kawhi only plays 21 minutes, and we're going to talk a little bit of the Clippers right here too. Uh, you know, it wasn't uh, the the full Clippers experience, and they're still no. kind of working some new guys in like John Wall uh, into the lineup and everything. But you know. Not it could have been a lot more embarrassing. This loss it could have gotten way farther yeah. out of hand. So I'll, I I think that there is a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel, but uh, I I could easily see this team still missing the play in like, enti- like entirely. Uh, but I I think if you're a Lakers fan, you you still have a bit of hope to like grasp onto. Yeah, like I, I will give them like 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 they said that that kind of transition opportunity they had ended in the Walker dunk that kind of brought them back into the game, um, and like they. They made it close down the stretch. They they could have won this game, and mm-hmm. and yeah, they, they had some good energy. But it's like, if you don't have good energy like that on game two, then your team's yeah. fucked. You might as well hang it up. You might as well, you know. So like, I'm not gonna give them credit for like behaving like an actual team. Um, and while I agree with you, like I, I don't know. I I think they're gonna fucking. I think the Lakers are the type of team to play the Clippers close, and you know be semi-competitive at times versus the you know the the warriors like they were on open night opening night but then lose by 20 to okc or like lose by fucking 25 to utah inexplicably like i don't i just don't think there's any foundation to this team to to for them to be competent that they didn't show it last year and i i don't think that any of the moves they made and with lebron a year older that they're going to be any better at it this year but i mean maybe we'll see i I, yeah i I like the i like the the moves to get a bit younger and get more kind of exciting kind of fast paced player and I'll even include Pat Bev in that just because he plays so hard but like Walker brought some energy and even Toscano Anderson like mm-hmm. we were saying Reeves like these are all young guys that's good but like get some shooters for God's sake guys who can shoot the ball like what what were they for that's Matt Ryan man why are you hating <laughs> on Matt Ryan what were they that's from three guy. the grave the, the graveyard dude nine nine for forty five from three twenty four twenty percent from from three last night and you know that's that a, might be a good night for them so Jesus that's a Christ nickname right there uh, if you if you didn't know yeah Matt Ryan was an Uber Eats and uh, cemetery worker okay uh, before when he wasn't invited to the G League bubble a couple <laughs> years ago uh, so uh, Matt Ryan the 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 grave I feel bad leader. I feel bad that I don't uh, don't know this guy oh and although they, they threw Kendrick Nunn in there he doesn't score a single point he's Supposed to oh, be their big sucks. like come on it, it's it's uh it's, it's ridiculous it's ridiculous yeah well uh you know shout out to the clippers you guys did okay uh but john uh, wall really nothing still pretty fast healthy yeah 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 he was uh, i mean he was also all that matchup with austin reeves the whole night True. which definitely makes you look a little bit better uh oh, but God. the clippers you know they're, they're gonna be decent to watch but we that that really wasn't a great representation of what that team's gonna end up being uh you know down down the line and but i, I, I love watching it, i loved watching zubots uh outplay davis a lot of the time that was fun no, too. he was killing him he was killing him <laughs> what was it 17 rebounds yeah. he had? insane yeah uh but uh you know now that we've all we've gotten to see all these teams play we've gotten to kind of uh check everything out uh you know get a bit of a, a, a just a taste you know just a teaser uh obviously these uh these games are so early on there's 80 more games to play uh teams could turn it around at any second here uh but so far after the first night jordan let's go into it let's get some positivity going yeah you know, after we shit on the lakers i always <laughs> just you know i'm feeling like uh like donovan mitchell uh, uh back in utah but who was the most surprising team from the, this opening night so far for you uh, to see? And I'm saying surprising, surprisingly good. Right. And then after this, we'll move on to those uh, surprisingly bad, disappointing teams. So who, who really you know, impressed you in the first night that you weren't really seeing, you, you weren't expecting much from? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, a tough, it's a tough call. A few teams, uh, I think, fit the description. Like, 
I think the Pelicans looked even better than I thought they would, but I'm not going to go yeah, with them because I expected them to be good. But, man, oh, man, they looked, uh, you know, Z- yeah, <laughs> Zion's back. I have them written down. No. I mean, the, the Pelicans, I think, do get do, they deserve some love there because, you know, yeah. they, they beat the Nets. And, again, we expected the Pelicans to be good. But Zion, as you said, looked great. And they didn't just beat the Nets. Oof. They killed the Nets. Uh, but part of that I would also kind of put on Ben Ben Simmons being awful. Like, he does not look – he looks like he's still checked out, man. Like, uh, he was bad. He's a minus fouls 26. Out, yeah, fouls, fouls out. Fouls out with five points. Uh, like, Ben, Ben, come on, bro. This uh, is bad. This is a bad situation. And then Kyrie sucked. He just got a text so he could get out of the game. 15 yeah. points. Like, KD was right to want that trade. Yeah. And Steve Nash is in the, the locker room. He's not even on the court. <laughs> he's doing uh, the renegade. Like, I don't even know what the hell we're doing here. Oh, man. Yeah, Brooklyn, defensively, you know, I think they made New Orleans look uh, pretty fucking, you know, dominant. So, you know, we'll wait to yeah. see the Pelicans play, you know, better competition on that end, see if they, they can hold up. But, man, did they look good. Like, um, and, 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 yeah, but, you know. Uh, on the net side, Ben Simmons. Hey, he shot two for three. Shoot more, Ben. Come on. Yeah, yeah. You know that's. He doesn't do that's that. The, <laughs> I think three three shots is probably like the high end. He's like, I'm a little uncomfortable he here. I have to actually try. He doesn't try. shoot threes, and he doesn't <laughs> shoot in threes, so he has to shoot around the, the number. It can't be divisible by three, and it can't be a three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you, you know, he gets an and one. He, if he gets an and one, he misses the free throw. <laughs> He's a, he's got three phobia. Uh, Maybe that's the whole uh, the the whole problem, man. Needs, Maybe that's the diagnosis. Well, we were gonna, I just cracked the code. We were, Unlock Ben Simmons. <laughs> we were gonna bring in a uh, like a medium or something to help get rid of our curse Still last might, year. Yeah. Ben Simmons needs some sort of. He needs to go to oh, some yeah. sort of fortune. He, you know, he needs an energy shift. Uh, yeah, the the three is really not working for him. But you know, that, and Russell Westbrook, they should switch bodies. I know, and be the same guy. <laughs> yeah, talk about somebody took Ben Simmons' powers too. Like, <laughs> yeah. but long, long time ago, he's been yeah. dealing with with it for a while. But um, so the Pelicans for sure. But like I say, I, I expected them to be good. So you know, I'm not gonna um, you know go get, get get too much into them. But definitely they outperformed expectations, which was you know great to see from them. The Blazers looked pretty good uh you know they mm-hmm. they had a, a pretty good showing it was against the kings but you know what the kings actually looked okay too you Fucking know kings Darren fox played okay most of the game he kind of and, was shit at and the we end get but, to, we get to keep talking about the trailblazers now yeah well that's true <laughs> one to know yeah uh and and like they, they i don't know they, they, they were good grant looked pretty good uh you know as much as i don't love simons uh, like i've said many times he, he, he looked good and shaden sharp off the bench uh looked like he's ready to play already which was pretty impressive but yeah. The team I'm going with that, that this, you know sort of pleasantly surprised me the most was the Knicks because yep, they yep. looked they looked like a real team they looked like a competent team and they looked like uh, Julius Randle looked good again uh, not great mm-hmm. like his you know his season from a couple years ago but 24 11 and six nine for 16 shooting uh, could have shot a little better from three but like he 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 was he everywhere. always has a sneaky good stat line I'll yeah. give him that like he they might the Knicks might suck but he always has around like a 25 and like you know like 8 or 7 rebounds like he 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 puts up nice numbers he just doesn't necessarily translate that to wins all the time it's true and and like you know we'll we'll, we'll see how he does it's game it's game 1 but like i, I don't know i i liked the way he looked sort of in the context of the team RJ Barrett played terribly uh like and they had a few few people who played terribly like uh, Brunson didn't shoot the ball well either like those two guys i'm about, I'm about to i'm about to bust the b-word out on uh, rj barrett if uh, oh he no plays come like on a couple more times. no i know it, it, it's rough like he, he he's got a this has got to be a fluky performance if if i'm yeah. gonna respect him he's got a i mean he he had eight boards you know he was he was all right defensively but yeah he Don't just care. missed missed it. all six of his threes like he wasn't looking great brunson also yeah. like i said missed missed threes as well but he had nine assists he had the big one to kick it out to reddish my guy reddish who i've still got stock in good 
Look at him. I mean, if if he if hopefully this will convince Tibbs to play him a little bit more. Like I said, when we talked about the 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 the, the pickup of Brunson, Brunson's undersized, but if you've got uh you know six six Barrett next to him and then six eight six nine reddish at the three, like you've actually got some size to kind of make up for it. And and mm-hmm. uh you know Barrett and and Brunson defensively are okay, like they're not incredible, but they they can hold it together. Um and just just overall, like the Knicks looked like a, a competent team. Like they took the Grizzlies to overtime and they and they yep. they played well Push even with even with guys not not shooting all that well. And and uh you know they played solid defense. They moved the ball better than the Knicks did last year, pretty much the whole time. Like they, I think having yeah. Brunson as that kind of head of the snake is gonna do wonders. Like you know for for everybody else as well, just kind of setting the tone of ball movement and and you got Hardenstein off the bench what a great pickup for them a backup center came Mm in uh did work uh so I was impressed you know they they didn't win the game obviously but uh you know maybe the Knicks will actually sort of be in that you know fight for the play-in spot in in the east and and challenge teams like the Hawks and and even you throw the Raptors or the Cavs in there too uh the Bulls like maybe they'll be right in there in that group after game one you know it it looks like they're kind of auditioning to be so you know they're, they're, they're doing pretty well yeah, I thought for sure when we went to that first overtime, we were just going to be caught in limbo. A little yeah. bit of deja vu. <laughs> Fucking New York Knicks double overtime. <laughs> uh, that, that's what I was expecting. Uh, but my, my most surprising team that I'm going to throw in here might also transition nicely to our most disappointing team, uh, which I'm, I'm sure both of us have listed here. Uh, actually, you know what? I'll save that one. I'm going to save that one because I, 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 there's no way we're not going to be talking about them. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to throw in a new one there. Uh, it kind of goes along with our $50 bet as well. Uh, a surprising team, the OKC Thunder. They actually played pretty formidably yep. against the Timberwolves. Uh, they locked down a lot of those big scores. Rudy Gobert, of all people, yeah. was the one that had to put the, 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 the shoulder to the boulder and take over for his team. You know, 23 points. That yep. has to be a career high. Has to be. Got to um, be up there. But, you know, SGA is amazing. Like, that's yep. uh, there's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Yep. Uh, you know, 32, 6, and 5. And, and, you know, Giddy did his thing. Lou Dort was holding it down. Uh, but this is what I'm saying. This OKC team, I said it in the, the preseason, you know, these guys could be kind of a frisky play-in team if they wanted to go for it. Yeah. But they just got to commit to doing it. So, I mean, I'm hoping that more performances like this might send them in the right direction yeah. to trying to, you know, actually compete. Because, uh, again, Timberwolves are supposed to be uh, apparently some fucking good team. And uh, you got you got, you <laughs> hey, got one shooting. Uh, Doesn't matter how it's happening. Two for ten. Cat's two oh, for he ten. he was so Angel bad. Russell, seven for six. 16, Ant-Man, 4 for 17. They were bad. Like, that's horrible. Yeah. Horrible from the Timberwolves. That's not disappointing to me. I want them to be bad. I knew this was not going to work. Uh, but apparently, yeah, Rudy Gobert is going to be the second coming of Shaq now, I guess. But uh, shout out to the OKC Thunder for uh, being a step above the OKC Blue. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, the, the like, the, at least for the Thunder, if they wanted to do it, there's enough teams in the West who are, are happy to, to be bad. Like, you know, you've got the Spurs... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and, and Utah, markedly, of course, Utah wins their game one, which is fucking insane. Uh, that, uh, you know, by, by 20. My, yeah, destroying, <laughs> destroying my Western Conference uh, representative pick uh, in the Nuggets there. But, like, you know, yeah, yeah, okay, see, like, they, 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 and they, this isn't the first year that they've been like this. They, they always kind of start off, uh, you know, frisky before they end up shutting uh, SGA down with some random yeah, ass yep. uh, injury. They look pretty good. Like, they've, they've got a solid kind of foundation sga knows you know how to do stuff and he's he's really like clutch down the stretch you know especially you've got a, a game kind of hanging in the balance he, he knows how to bring it home and and uh yeah so yeah I, I, a year part of the most clutch team in the league 100 percent, yeah and he, he learned he learned all the chris paul tricks for sure um and and yeah so i i i, I like the pick too i was i was pleasantly surprised as well and and yeah like the 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 timberwolves 
if their if their main guys are going to shoot like this, uh, it's it's going to be a long season. And yeah, my bet's mm-hmm. going to be hanging in the balance here. Uh, they and and but you know, I, I think this is the perfect example of why. If you're someone who believes in the the uh, Gobert trade, this is the, a game that you point to and you say, "Look, like last this be year, the lone game you could point to." Well, for Christ's sake, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll see. But like last year, that there's no way Minnesota wins this game uh, if if they don't have a no. guy who can sort of anchor their defense. Plus, uh, like you mentioned, chips in 23 points, uh, rebounds the ball, uh, you know, super well, shoots efficiently like he always does. So you know, that's that's the that's the pro when you have someone like Rudy Gobert. He mm-hmm. he does kind of bring you he raises your floor for sure you know i don't know i think you and i are on the same page about your ceiling uh, i think he kind of lowers that but he's definitely going to raise their floor in, in in the regular season so i, I think i think you kind of saw that in, in game one there but but uh, yeah the thunder are a good pick and and you know i was i was going to maybe go with the jazz too i mentioned them like well that's jesus let's christ get into this man let's get into this jazz and nuggets it, what the hell happened, man? Uh, I don't know. Be your boys. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I have nothing to say. What do you think, Matt? You you give me your take. I I, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of at a loss for words. I mean, I I think that one of the only things you can really even point to in this game was you know uh, one. Uh, well, actually, no. I'm not going to go there uh, quite yet. <laughs> but you know, the I think the biggest thing is Jamal Murray really didn't play very well. Yeah, I know, uh, yeah. He's still figuring it out. I mean, it was it's been like a year and a half since he stepped on the an NBA court. I don't think a lot of people were expecting much from him. And if you were, you know, that's a little disappointing. Uh, you know, from you as a as a fan, you should probably know a little bit better than that. Uh, but you know, Aaron Gordon was the second best player on that Nuggets team. Uh, you could argue he was the best player uh, in this game because uh, Jokic really wasn't amazing. No. Uh, really being a bit of a hothead, too, in this one. Uh, Jokic Classic was, you know, uh, Which is people are starting to talk. People are starting to talk. Is Jokic a dirty player? I don't know. There's a lot of tape out there. There's a lot of tape, man. It's starting to, the case is uh, it's starting to add up. The evidence. I think is he's bad. violent. I think that's the glove. <laughs> the glove fits, man. The, the glove does fit. I don't know. Uh, I, but I, yeah, 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 I think yeah. I, I think I think part of it is yeah. The, the 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 Nuggets just they're key players. You know, MPJ wasn't amazing either. Uh, I think this was just kind of a feel out game. Yeah. I don't know if they. I think they kind of assumed they were going to win it just on their own. Yeah. Uh, but the Jazz came out. They wanted to play. They wanted to, obviously uh, the young bull Colin Sexton. You know, off the bench, he he was pissed. He wanted to prove all these haters wrong, show them that uh, what the Cavs are missing out on, and uh, <laughs> he played really well, uh, you know. And, and I also want to shout out Walker Kessler, uh, one, one of the the guy that they got from uh, the the Minnesota deal with double Rico double, Bear. big double double, double double, hundred percent from uh, the field, yep. and he missed four free throws. He, he had a really great NBA debut, uh, and then you still got these guys like uh, old man Mike Conley uh, shooting up your crew calmly. Uh, you know, he <laughs> shot the ball pretty badly actually, but uh, you know, eight assists. Uh, you know, they, they everybody played their role well. Everybody was doing things decently. Like, uh, you know, you look at the the score sheet right here: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight players in double figures for the Jazz. That's uh, that's that's always going to get you the win if you can get that many guys sharing the sugar and you know producing. Well, I, I just I don't think Danny Ainge has went into the Jazz locker room and had the talk with them yet. He hasn't sat them no. all down and said, "Guys, if you win a game for me this year, uh, I'm trading you you're immediately." <laughs> um, yeah. But maybe they want to be traded. The, I'll send you to the. Maybe Lakers. you did. Yeah, maybe you did have the talk, and he's like, yeah, and all these guys yeah. are like, get me the fuck out of Utah. But you yeah. know what? Uh, he needs he needs some of these guys to have high trade value if he wants you know even better picks. So you know he's he's got kind of the best of both worlds going on. Like mm-hmm. the Jazz kind of sneakily have a bunch of good solid players like. 
I still oh, like yeah, Markkanen. Yeah. I still think Markkanen mm-hmm. can play in the right situation. He probably had his best year of basketball last year, yeah. including uh, you know playing for Finland in the, yeah. the Euro yeah. uh, Euro Cup. He was amazing, a hundred percent. And you know, playing playing out of position most of the year last year. So you know, in in the mm-hmm. right spot, I think he can be he can be good. Uh, Conley's still got a lot to give. You know, we've talked about Clarkson being a, a guy that that somebody can use. Even someone like Kelly Olynyk, you know, got the start last night uh, or, or on Wednesday night. <laughs> he. Uh, you know, he, he's a guy with a lot of experience, and, and, you know, you go down the list, Rudy Gay, Beasley had a few sort of dagger shots in that game uh, to sort of keep mm-hmm. them in it and, and kind of stop stop uh, some of the Denver runs that they were going on to, to get back into the game, and, and yeah, Sexton, like, and, and not to mention they've got Horton Tucker, too, like, they've got, and Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who got one, literally one minute last night, like, they, they've got guys uh, out the wazoo who they can, they can trade, and I don't know, man. By by the trade deadline, Utah might, might have the most picks of, that any team's ever fucking had. Like they they they're they're, uh, they're gonna go crazy with class. it. Um, and and yeah, on the other side, like I, it it was it was kind of a ridiculous game. Like they they should be embarrassed, and I'm sure Michael Malone kind of laid into these guys for for losing a, a game against the Jazz. Um, but you know. I'm not worried about them. Like, I, 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 it was a feel-out game. They, they haven't all been on the court, you know, all healthy um, in, you know, more than a year. Um, and and I was actually encouraged by some of the stuff I saw by MPJ. Like, he had one kind of transition pull-up three that was fucking sick. Uh, and, you know, you can still see the, the raw skills that he's got uh, sort of on display. And as long as he can stay healthy and stay on the court, and same thing with Murray and, like, you know, the, the, with all, all these guys with time, I think they can sort of merge morph into that that team that I've I'm, I'm expecting them to be like a really fucking dangerous offensive team that that can yeah. hold it together you know with with KCP guarding people on the other side Jokic becoming an improved defender like uh, and, and and Gordon being that kind of switchy guy like when it all comes together I can see them being really good but clearly they're they're not all on the, the same page yet yeah well, and you, uh, yeah, I sent you that text, sent you a bit of a chirp, and then, uh, of course, before the comeback starts, you send me one about the the Suns, but you, you yep. didn't count, you you counted out Damian Lee, that's where you went wrong, Jordan, <laughs> Fuck just it like up. everybody else, that's where you went wrong, oh. uh, having, a, having a great game, what a game. Uh, for himself there, but uh, yeah, the, the Suns obviously making that comeback, but one other team that I want to throw in the their hat in the ring for most disappointing uh, to start this season, the Miami Heat, they lose yeah. by eight. At home to the Chicago Bulls without Zach Levine. Yeah, this is on. I said this coming into the year. I don't think the Heat are going to be nearly as good as people think they are. No, uh, it was another kind of classic. Like, and I again, I love Kyle Lowry, but he's not oh, playing very well. Even last year wasn't that great. wasn't consistent. One for seven, five boards and four assists. Like. You're getting paid a lot of money to play pretty shitty basketball, Kyle. And that's just kind of the fact. Bam out of bio. Again, another guy that I think just kind of gets hyped up because he's like the second best player on a decent team. Yeah. Uh, really wasn't that good. Tyler Hero and Jimmy Butler pretty much carried the this team. Max Struess was amazing. He probably should still be in the starting lineup in, in some uh, some fashion, yes. some way. Yeah. Uh, I say still, I, I think, still bring Hero off the bench. I guess it doesn't really matter, but Struess just better yeah. defensively. But, but yeah, 100%. Yeah. But they've, they've got to get something sorted out in Miami. Like, this team, I, I didn't have much faith in coming into the year, uh, and even less so now. Like, and, and you know what? Shout out to Debo. He had a great game. Oh, yeah, you know, great. Put the team on his back. But uh, th- this was a game that the, the, the Bulls really didn't have any business winning. Uh, and yet, here we are, uh, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the couple of days later, and the I'm, I'm really off on the heat right now. Yeah, no, they, they, look, they look bad. And, I mean, a lot of people have been pointing it out. Like, Vucevic outplayed, bam. 
Uh, and that's just, yeah, I think that's 100%. one of the, maybe the main, uh, you know, aside from DeMar scoring 37, like that's that's the story of the game. And the Heat are not going to win, uh, you know, if, if they're letting Bam get outplayed by, by other centers. Like he's supposed to be, you know, he, he, he's got to win, he's got to win that matchup because he's their one kind of youthful, young, like physically imposing guy who's still got a, you know, shit left in the tank. Like, uh, you know, uh, Jimmy and Kyle, they, they're, they're still going to do what they can, but at this point they're just they're old men like they're they're just they're, mm-hmm. in the regular season especially Kyle oh yeah he, he, he looked man. bad like I, I I don't know like play Gabe Vincent more man like like just just bring Kyle sure, honestly let Kyle just play in his stints save him save him for God's sakes for the playoffs he's maybe got one or two two runs or maybe even one or two rounds uh, at this point yeah. left in him yeah. um so so yeah Send yeah the Lakers Gulag. oh God Jesus Christ I mean the LA gulag <laughs> LeBron would be thrilled um but yeah, I mean, they could have had him for THT. I know. <laughs> and yeah, speaking of Kyle, like uh, I, I think, you know, at this point, it looks like the Raptors uh, made an awesome decision uh, giving him up when when they did. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I, as a fan, when when that trade went through, I was like, really, that's the best you can get. And not to mention, you you look at Dragic, who was part of that deal, who does nothing for the Raptors, and you know, leaves leaves for nothing, which was kind of annoying, but. You know, for the Bulls now. Got the win. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, uh, getting Precious out of the deal, like, that's pretty good. If this is the Kyle Lowry yeah. that we were going to see, we, we got Precious on the other side of that, I, I, I'll i take that, I think. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I the, the Heat, they're just – there's uh, – I, I think I said it. We, we talked about it in the um, – the, the, the season preview like they need a jolt of energy they need some new life yeah. in there they need some sort of trade to bring in someone who can uh, you know yeah sort of inject this team with with some life again because they just don't look like it just looks like they're crawling like going through the motions and you know by the time the playoff comes around they'll be fucking half dead dragging their dragging their fucking leg behind them like they're, they're just mm-hmm. looking old and, and and not all that exciting so they're gonna have to yeah they're gonna have to address that because because like we said you know the the Bulls already without Lonzo uh, and 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 without Levine in this one as well like coming in there and and and, and winning that's that's no good if, if you're the Heat that that's embarrassing. Yeah, well uh, everybody be sure to tune in. You know, there's lots of NBA action going on over this weekend. Uh, we're gonna have all of the the fresh new takes for you guys on Monday. Uh, we'll have uh, you know recap some of the the biggest games, all the latest drama and intrigue, of course, of the the National Basketball Association, which I'm sure there's gonna be lots of. And you know, we'll be giving our takes in between on some of those games. Check us out on uh, on Twitter at Big Dog Ball Talk. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're pretty active over there. Uh, so if you just want some little bonus takes, some uh, some sound off, feel free to go follow us there or on Instagram, TikTok, uh, whatever you want. We're we're there for you at Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, really does a, a lot to help the growth of this podcast. So yeah. if you've been listening and you've been loyal. You know, shout us out on there. Uh, get us that follow at Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, but for Big Dog Ball Talk, I'm Matt Acorn with Jordan Cleagle. And as my good friend Jordan always says. I, you know, I, 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 I've i kind of thought about it over the years. It's been a tough decision. But I think uh, Meatball Marinara is the best the best sub uh, at, at Subway. I think that's where I've, I've landed. You fucked. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not. I'm sorry. I take that back. I'm not sorry about it. Uh, it's just. I think you are sorry. Sweet Onion that. Chicken Teriyaki was kind of the. the the OG that was really really good you know sometimes I feel like just cold cuts whatever but uh, classic steak and cheese yeah uh, no see that, that's where we disagree I, I think the steak and cheese is a, a abhorrent disgusting sandwich I, I, I never what? get it yeah yeah well you know what's disgusting eating Subway firehouse sub yeah you're right you're right Mr. Sub even yeah fuck Subway <laughs> <laughs>